It is Friday, July 2nd, 2021. It's time for Behind the News with Joe Kelly. And this is going to be a special edition of Behind the News with Joe Kelly. As uh, we're going to play Where in the World is Joe Kelly? He used to be on the radio every day. And then suddenly, suddenly he just wasn't there anymore. My name is Joe Kelly, and I am the host of Orlando's Morning News on WDBO Orlando, Florida. But I've not been on the radio for almost three months now. We're coming up on my uh, three-month anniversary of taking a break from radio, and I wanted to kind of take everybody back and explain where I've been and what I have been doing for the past three months. So if you'll bear with me. Uh, I will tell you where in the world Joe Kelly is and where I've been and what I am doing. Uh, It was uh, well before the pandemic. Well before the pandemic, I had gone in for a routine doctor's appointment. And when you hit a certain age, uh, the doctors want to do a colonoscopy on you. Now, I don't think I need to describe to anybody what a colonoscopy is. Uh, But suffice to say, when they went in and did the colonoscopy, they found a couple of small little nodules. But then they also found a bigger one. And the, 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 the gastroenterologist was able to remove the small ones, but the big one was too tough to remove uh, through a colonoscopy. So they decided to refer that to a gastrosurgeon, uh, someone who specializes in going into the gut and removing big things in the gut. So I had a golf ball-sized growth, a mass. We didn't know what it was. We didn't know if it was cancerous or non-cancerous. And uh, we scheduled the, the appointments and to, to go in and do everything. And then suddenly, the pandemic hit. Suddenly, all non-emergency procedures were canceled. And so mine technically at the point was not an emergency procedure. And so we delayed the procedure. And then, I'm going to be really honest with you here, Uh, I am immunocompromised. I had cancer when I was a teenager. I've got a form of cancer now. I have uh, a chronic leukemia, which is quite a bit different than acute leukemia. And acute leukemia, if left left untreated, it'll it'll kill you. But a chronic leukemia won't. Uh, You just got to be mindful of infections and stuff like that. Well, the coronavirus going around is a bit of an infection. And so I, I... was quite certain, if I may be a bit morbid here, I was quite certain that I was going to catch and die from coronavirus. And so I thought, why in the world would I waste my time, money, effort, and energy having a golf ball-sized mass removed from my colon if only I am going to (laughs) die a couple weeks later from coronavirus, right? So I didn't, I, I, I made a huge mistake and I just put it off and I put it off and I put it off and I delayed it. And then finally we get through the, the latter stages of the coronavirus infection. And I start to remember once again that I've got a golf ball size mass in my descending colon. If you guys remember your high school biology uh, illustrations, the descending colon is the big knotty 
that's not N-A-U-G-H-T-Y. That's K-N-O-T-T-Y. Uh, so the, the descending colon is that naughty uh, colon that runs up and down rather than side by side. So there in my descending colon is the golf ball sized mass. So I go ahead and then reschedule the surgery. And I met with a surgeon and, and she had described to me that it was going to be a laparoscopic procedure. And if, of course, you know, laparoscopic means they just put tiny incisions, they put in tiny tools, and then they squeeze things in and out of the tiny little holes that they put in. Well, I will tell you that when I woke up from my surgery, I, that was the first moment I discovered that it was not laparoscopic, that they did, in fact, cut me open pretty much the length of my abdomen from just below my sternum to right about my navel is where they cut me open. And they removed the, the totality of my descending colon. Now, I am thrilled to tell you that my digestive system works properly now. Uh, I was concerned that I would wake up and, and it would be even worse than that. And I would have to have a colostomy bag for the rest of my life and everything else like that. But I'm thrilled uh, to be able to tell you that my di digestive system is normal. I've got a gnarly scar uh, that runs up and down my belly, uh, and it looks it looks honestly like if I was a muscular man, it would look just like the center line of a of a six pack of abs. I'm not six packy, uh, but I do have that center line where that scar was. They stapled it up, and uh, since then the scar has been healing nicely. But I I have had a few encounters with some issues, some difficulties uh, before I was discharged from the hospital. I, I had a lot of difficulty breathing. And as part of that difficulty breathing, they took me in for a CT scan and found that I had a ton of fluid that was building up in the, the sac or the lining that goes around the lungs. And the doctor came into my room and he, he sat me up at the side of my bed and he said, I'm going to put a little needle in your back and we're going to drain some of that fluid. And I said, all right, that's fine. And I couldn't see it because it was, you know, behind me. And as the doctor... And, and in my mind, I'm imagining, you know, maybe a teacup of fluid that is, that is built up around my lungs. And then once he fills up an entire, essentially an IV bag is what it looked like, uh, but it was a full uh, liter, but it was a liter filled full of bloody fluid. Uh, it was red like blood. I'm sorry, I'm getting gross. I hope you're not eating breakfast right now. Uh, but it was, uh, it was red and bloody. And then... He said, I just pulled that out of you. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> All that extra. Then I'm like, well, where did the fluid come from exactly? What's bleeding? Where, what's leaking fluid right now? We never did find out what was leaking fluid. Uh, but after he pulled out a liter of that fluid and showed it to me, uh, he went back and pulled out another liter of fluid. So we pulled out two liters of, uh, of errant fluid that was just making its way around the inside of my body. Now, since that time, I have been, of course, discharged, and I have been home, and I have been recovering. I will tell you that when I went into surgery, I weighed 174 pounds. I'm six foot two, so I, I am tall, uh, but at, at uh, six two and 174 pounds, when I came out of surgery, 
I weighed 149 pounds. And I say when I came out of surgery, it's actually about a week or two after surgery that I weighed myself. So the, it wasn't that my colon weighed that much. It's just that I lost that much weight from not eating any kind of solid foods or anything like that. So as part of my road to recovery, part of what has been taking me a while to get back onto the radio is just regaining my strength, regaining some weight. Uh, I am now up a few extra pounds. I am at about 163 now. So I'm not back to my original fighting weight, uh, but I'm well past my sickly weight. Uh, I can't begin to tell you, and I'm going to try to say this without crying, but I cannot begin to tell you what all of your messages and text messages and emails and letters and flowers and cards, oh my gosh, you guys have been so amazing and so wonderful to me in, in this recovery process. And the next and last step of this recovery process for me is to get back on the radio on WDBO. And honestly, every day, I can't wait to be back on the radio. I love being on the radio. I've been on the radio since I was 15 years old, and there's nothing in my life that I would rather be doing professionally than being on the radio talking to you, my friends. So thank you again for your concern. Thanks for being concerned about where I was and where I am. Rest assured that I will be back on WDBO and hopefully very, very soon. Thank you so much for being a part of my life. Thank you so much for listening to WDBO. And thank you so much for listening to Behind the News.